how I was living before and after is the same, but my income's going up. So like, therefore I can invest more and therefore I can hit financial freedom goals earlier and do all these cool things. So like from that perspective, it's gone up sure, like substantially um, to the point that I'm, I'm very, very confident and in, in this in this position full time. Um, and my next big goal is to retire my wife. And, and I mean that in the next 365 days, that's my goal. You are listening to the Millionaire Talk Show with Charles Oglesby. We're going to be millionaires. And we're interviewing proven millionaires who've built their wealth in real estate, sales, marketing, branding, and other areas by betting on themselves. And now, here's your host, Charles Oglesby. Charles Oglesby. So this is the Millionaire Talk Show. My name is Charles Oglesby, also known as Ty Millionaire. Thank you all for tuning in. You know, the purpose of this podcast is to share the stories of successful entrepreneurs and investors so that people can hear stories of success so that they can know that it exists and also know that business and investing are the true keys to financial success and generational wealth. With us today, we have a special guest, Brennan. I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing that last <laughs> name, man. It's Schlagbaum. Schlagbaum. <laughs> Um, he's a CPA. He's in the Kentucky, Cincinnati area. He is uh, a CPA. He owns a company named Budget Dog. He recently quit his job, um, and it was kind of cool to see it happening in real time as he led up to quitting the job and then ultimately quitting the job. Um, and he's done some really cool things. Paid off $76,000 in debt in one year. He paid off his home before 30, which I think is a really cool conversation to have because there's such a debate going on about should you pay off your house, should you not pay off your house. I'm always a big proponent of that paid off house. I want to dig into that a little bit. And he also set a millionaire goal of 32 years old. I know you guys are going to get a ton of value out of this conversation. So welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. So the first question we always ask people is, who are you and where are you from? Yeah. So my name is Brennan Schlagbaum. I go by the name of Budget Dog on social media, and we'll get into the backstory behind the name. Um, I did not just name myself Budget Dog for no reason. Um, I'm from the Northern Kentucky, greater Cincinnati area, like you mentioned, and I'm a 29 year old, uh, pursuing what I really love to do. And so I, I grew up, uh, going to college, you know, I was a CPA, I got my CPA uh, degree or, uh, designation and I went on to the corporate world. And then I realized, you know what, this isn't for me. I want to do something that I love and I want to impact a lot of people in the meantime. And so that's what I did. And that's what budget dog is in a nutshell. Um, and yeah, man, like that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm excited to do what I'm doing. It's only been two months, so I'm fresh. I'm fresh into this world, but I think it's uh, the five-year, ten-year, twenty-year trajectory is going to be really nice. So, what was life like for you growing up in Cincinnati and Kentucky area? Yeah, so I was real fortunate growing up. Um, I, you know, I, I wasn't in a bad situation by any means, but I also wasn't handed money, and I had to work for everything I I earned, you know, or and received. So I was taught the the lesson of hard work from an early early age. Uh, my parents did not hand me anything. But at the same time, you know, I was put into a nice school system um, and I was given a lot of opportunity. And so I wanted to make sure I only, you know, I didn't squander that opportunity and I, I made it even a better situation in what I grew up in. And so I think that's always kind of the goal for anybody is like wherever you start, let's just get better. It doesn't matter if you start super rich or, you know, super poor, just get better. That's the goal of life. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so I was very fortunate growing up. Why did you choose the, the CPA path? Oh, man. So, you know what? To be honest, uh, if I look back at it and I think like, what should I have been? I don't know if CPA was exactly the route, but I do know that it does fit my personality in some, some way. So in, in high school, 
we had some electives and uh, accounting was one of those. And I realized I didn't really like accounting, but I knew it was the backbone of business. Um, so I, I knew by the route I was going to take with the CPA that it would open up the doors for everything. And so that's why I actually became the CPA. But the accounting side of things is not my favorite, but understanding it's really important. So I, I basically wanted to do, I wanted to get into the financial world, but I knew the CPA held a ton of weight. And so I kind of migrated that way with the attention of like, hey, let's go into public accounting. Let's go into the audit field and get a ton of experience with a lot of different companies and then branch out from there. Well, that branch out was my own business and I wasn't expecting that. So that's where we're at today. Um, but a sophomore year of college is kind of when I decided, hey, let's do the CPA route. Let's work for Deloitte um, and let's get that big four experience on my resume. I'll just say, I think that's really important. Uh, my mom's actually a CPA. I could have gone the route of being a CPA. Um, I chose to go to law school, but um, I do have an accounting kind of background. I have a minor in accounting. I should just took the extra two classes in like tax and audit so I could actually have the degree in accounting. Yep. But you under, they call it the, the language of business. And so you're looking at financial statements, you're looking at accounting records, you're looking at tax documents. And so you understand business at a deeper level because at the end of the day, it comes down to the numbers. It's like, what is this telling you? Is it a profitable business? Is it not a profitable business? How can we make this business more profitable? So that's really cool to hear. Um, so $76,000 in debt. How were you able to accomplish that feat? So I like to relate a lot of my personal feats with the business world and corporate world. So when I first went into, you know, started really paying attention to finances, I kind of related it to what I was doing on the personal or on the professional level. So I was like, hey, I'm in these 10Ks every single day. What are these companies doing to achieve their goals? And so I saw the balance sheet. I saw the income statement. I saw the cash flow statement, statement of equity, all that kind of things. Um, and I just took that to the personal level. And then I started mapping out my plan on a personal level. And so it was so detailed and so detail-oriented that I was able to like tell you the exact date and the exact penny of where I was going to be. Now, obviously, life happens and things can change. Um, but it was at least that guiding path to say, okay, on this date, I'm going to be debt-free. Um, and this is how I'm going to do it. X, Y, Z, you know, one, two, three steps right here. And if I do this, I'm going to, I'm going to achieve my goal. It's that easy. So that's really how I did it. I laid it out with the, the balance sheet. I laid it out with the amortization schedules, the budget. Oh. And it took me, you know, maybe a couple hours in the beginning, but then on a monthly basis, it didn't take much time. I mean, maybe 30 minutes to talk about the budget for the month. Um, so some people think it's like some detailed process that takes forever. Honestly, the secret's hard work and it's being able to do what you put on paper because that's the hardest thing. Did you have to increase your income at all? Or did you just work the plan and work the regular job and get it done that way? So the speed in which it went, definitely the income helped. Um, but really the plan that was laid out was, was a set on my, my current salary. So we had two salaries, two nine to fives. But obviously if you sped up that income or increased income, it would speed up the plan, right? It's just speed at which you move. Um, is income, but without direction, you have no idea where you're going. So the plan was that direction and the income increase that we achieved in that time frame really helped us speed that up. The income increase, did that come in the sense of like working overtime? Did you like have a side business? How have you, you heard of the big four? They don't, they don't pay OT. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Man, just, they, I wish they did. Uh, we work OT, but they do not pay it. I can tell you that. Wow. Uh, man, we would work 80 hour weeks and we get paid for 40 hour weeks. Like, wow. It's just a guard. It's it's a bad bad uh, environment a lot of times, unfortunately. So I didn't really get the benefit of the OT, um, but it came in this form of side hustles, um, which later became Budget Dog as well. 
which was a side hustle at first. So I made some income from there. I was also working a construction job on the weekends at times. So I'm not, I'm not afraid of any hard work. Like some people were like, why are you CPA putting on a construction hard hat? Like demoing a church in the middle of Cincinnati. And it's like, cause I want extra money to achieve my goals. Like, that's it. Like, I don't care what people think of me. Um, my parents looked at me like I had like, what are you doing? You're working with your little brother as his, this is his college, you know, kind of thing. And I'm out here, the 30 year old, 29 year old, um, back then it was like 25 and I'm working this construction job on my PTO and weekends. So when I took PTO from the job, I would actually go there from eight to six every day and just knock it out. So that's kind of where it came from. Yeah. I think that's cool to hear because it's like nobody is, um, I guess, protected from the grind. And I think that if you wouldn't have picked up that extra income, you still would have paid off the debt. It just wouldn't have happened that fast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the home situation, which I think is cool. You paid off your house, which is amazing. Um, I mean, you're not even 30 yet. Paid off yeah. home. When did you buy the home? So I bought the home in 2016, August of 20, August 1st, 2016 was my first payment. Um, my last payment was August 8th of 2021 this year. So a lot of people, there's like, they say, oh, well, why would you pay off your home when you could just invest it and make money in the stock market? What was your uh, reason for just paying off the home and chunking that out? Yeah, I'll keep this in bullet point form. Um, my number one reason was the time freedom. Um, and we had a daughter in the way. So to be able to stay home with her because I was able to quit my nine to five as a result was absolutely like paramount for me. Like if I could do that, like that's what I think life's about is being able to spend time with family, um, do what you want, you know, all those kind of things. And like, sure, I could have invested every dollar I had, but we were investing 20%. It's not like we were neglecting that. It was just not like the number one thing. So if we had 50% available, that 30 extra percent would go to the home. Um, and we realized we had a unique opportunity in the sense that budget dog was bringing in more than my nine to five income. And, um, why not use that time when it was a short time live period? Cause I knew I was going to quit my job to take that extra income and just dump yeah. it into the house and put us in a really good uh, position for success. And I looked at it another way as saying, if I reduce my expenses lower to you know 40% lower by eliminating that mortgage entirely, what's to say the confidence that that brings me to quit my nine to five and then to flip that nine to my, my full-time job into double three X, four X, 10 X, my salary wouldn't actually make me more money than if I invested and stayed in that nine to five job. And that's right. why I think people don't see the math side. So like, I actually see the math side is favorable for me because it gave me the confidence to take that step out yeah. and do that. And in the second month that I've left my nine to five, I four X my income, my old nine to five. But if I stayed in that nine to five, and I was investing, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now mathematically. And people forget that, that part of the equation. They're just thinking right. of it like apples to apples. Like they don't realize if you quit that nine to five, go full time in that legitimate business, you could probably increase your income a lot faster than you could with that 3% raise every year. 100%. And that's what I was going to ask you if having a paid off home gave you more confidence to leave the job because now you're not really there so that you can take care of your mortgage because it's interesting how it works out. Like, you have bills every month, you get paid every month. And so you have to keep showing up to the job every month. <laughs> but if you eliminate that monthly bill. It's a game. It's a game changer. I mean, 40% of our income was tied up in our mortgage. So for expenses, so not our income, but if we were able to reduce that expense, like that's such a big portion 
that's almost half of our expenses just wiped out then and there. And so for me to be able to see that and like, wow, like this is real. This is real. I can actually do this. Um, I have more confidence, you know, even if I had a down month in the business, like I wouldn't like be freaking out. And I think that having that confidence in your business is going to take it to that next level. Yeah. Yo, it's the Options Trading Workshop presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 in side money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. And then it's it, you can also invest more because now you're yeah. you're not throwing 40% of your income at, at, at a debt that for the first 15 years is primarily interest anyway. So yeah. it's not even like, it's not a, like they say, oh, well, interest rates are 4%. Why would you invest? Why would you pay off 4% debt when you can make 12 to 15% in the market? Well, that first 15 years is not 4%. It's exactly. kind of like all, like it's like a whole 90, 95% because they're only putting a certain amount of money towards your amortization. 15 years later, you still owe what you actually like finance the house for. Exactly. That's that's an, uh, not a talked about uh, common enough. Like that's, that's a huge thing. Like last month in our first month that I was fully self-employed September, um, we were able to invest 75% of our income. Like, wow. It's that's a high. I I don't think that's sustainable to be honest with kids <laughs> and stuff like that. But like, dude, seventy five percent that's insane. Um, and so that just speaks to you know that mat, whole math argument behind the house payoff and what people don't talk about. Yeah, and then also, I mean, your your home is probably going to appreciate in value, so it still kind of is an investment anyway. Yeah. So you're making exactly. the you're it's like you are gaining the appreciation without having to pay the interest expense. So sometimes what people don't realize is if your home appreciates in value, but you've been making, you made double the payment. So say, for example, you do the math and you live in a house, you buy a house, $300,000. It's a 4% interest rate. At the end of the term, you've paid them maybe six, six fifty. And so, yeah, your home is appreciating in value, but you, you kind of broke even almost. Exactly. Yeah. That's what usually happens. Um, and honestly, home appreciation is about 5.4% historically. So like, if you're able to build that into your investments, like I don't necessarily think a home is a really great investment, but it is an investment <laughs> in a sense, right? Like it's not like I'm not going to sink my assets into my home, but at the same time, man, it's growing on the back end that helps your net worth in the long run. Yeah. Do you waste time debating people who always have that argument? <laughs> it floats on the timeline. Man, I used to. Um, and now sometimes I just say, see Instagram posts because <laughs> it just happens so much. And it's like, you know, I get new followers all the time. So I understand like people are coming and they haven't seen it and they hear I paid off my house. Like I got that in my DM say like, why'd you pay off your house? And I'm like, Hey man, do you have Instagram? Check out my Instagram post. I explain it in detail there. Um, cause it's a long conversation. It's not just like a quick text, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. But I, I try to explain my, my side most times. If you had to do it again, would you do the same thing over again? Would you just hundred percent? No, yeah. no doubt in my mind. It gets better and better actually. <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? So like every, every month when I see that first of the month and there's no payment taken out, but that investment goes in as a result, it feels so good. Like I know like my, my expenses are so low right now. It's, it's ridiculous actually. Like, and those I'm anticipating those increasing with kids and we have a two week or two month year old, uh, here now. So she's going to grow up really fast and she'll probably bring some bills to the equation, but like we've set ourselves up to be able to afford that. The cool thing is it compounds. And so 
you you grinded, you paid off the house, so now you have that working for you. So you don't have expenses, but the money you're investing is going to compound and that's going to grow. And so it's like you don't lose that money. And sometimes if you pay interest expense, that's money gone. If you're renting, that's money gone. Now your money's never really gone because you sunk it into a property. You still have that net worth on paper. Mm-hmm. And then now you're actively moving forward to grow. It really is a life hack. And I think that people who don't understand it, they should try to learn to understand it because it really is next level. They want you to be out there playing the game. It's like, sure. what do they call it? The, the American dream. They want you yeah. work at 30 years, pay off your house and just do it that way when there's a better way. And what you well, do is in a California, way. I think they have 50 year loans now. Like, oh, wow. man, that's ridiculous. Like, I, and I hear people debating that, like, I can keep the lowest minimum monthly payment. It's like, dude, but you have a payment for 50 years. You're going to be in your grave with a payment. Yeah. Like, what's life at that point? Right. Right. So you quit your job. Can you tell us about that experience? Just two months ago, you left the job. Yeah, uh, that was a, quite the experience. So you know, I had the plan to leave it and I had like a 12 month kind of plan. Once I started making income from the business, I was like, okay, 12 months, if I can beat my nine to five income, I'm definitely leaving. But, and so I was able to do that luckily, but I think I would have done it honestly, if I was making 50% of the income. Um, but I was able to kind of beat that nine to five income. So it all came to like a crashing halt, like in one week, it was kind of weird because it was like a five, 10 year goal in total between like paying off the house, paying off all that debt, getting ourselves right. And all of a sudden this one week, like everything happened. Like we paid off our house. I quit my job. Um, I hit, you know, six figures in my business already in the, in the year at that point in time, back in August, which was a huge, uh, you know, within a year and a half inception, essentially that happened. And then I'm out with Chris Johnson out in, uh, on a yacht for his 30th birthday. And I'm like, like everyone else like sees it from like that perspective. Like he's doing all this stuff. He's like that Instagram dude. And I'm just like, guys, this was actually a five to 10 year goal. It just happened to show up in, in this week. Like, and I'm trying to like portray that to people and not to come off as like some flashy, like Instagram superstar here. Like that's not my intention at all. Um, but that week everyone's like, Oh my God, like, how'd you do all that? Like, and it's really like, dude, five to 10 years of hard work, like every single day, like late nights, early mornings, lots of headaches, um, you know, doing it when I didn't want to do it. I found that a lot of people who achieve really, really amazing things. It happened over a long period of time. It might seem as though it happened quick. And they also did a lot of very uncomfortable and unfun things. And so it's interesting to hear, because I'm sure you delayed a lot of gratification. I'm sure there's things you wanted to do, things you wanted to buy. And you're like, no, I'm going to pay off the debt, pay off the house. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. I mean, most people on the P- on PTO, after you're working 80 hour weeks, like your PTO is to hang out and just chill, right? I was at the job site at 8, 8, 7, 30 a.m. getting ready to gear up for a whole day with, you know, jackhammers and knocking down a church essentially for a demo. And it's like, I wanted this more than I cared about my current state because I knew my future state would be better. Um, when you quit the job, did you get some resistance from the people on the job? A lot, a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because you, you got to think where, where it was. Like it was at Deloitte. I, I, I made manager level. Um, it was a, a good quality position that, you know, you're on your way to partner. And within by 35 years old, you're, you're making quarter million dollars easily. Um, and north to a million dollars on an annual basis. And so like that career path is very favorable for many, but to me, I didn't see, I don't care about money to be honest, like that much. I care enough to like 
make my life the way it needs to be, but I don't care just to make a lot of money. That's just not my thing. And so a lot of people, man, they would, they're like, you're quitting to do budget dog. Like they were kind of confused and like Instagram, like, and I, I think it's crazy. This is what I've realized is like when I quit the regular world out there does not understand what the online game is. Um, but I think the people on the online game really understand it. So like I'm talking to people like you and like successful entrepreneurs that have done this online game for quite some time. And it makes a lot of sense, but to the outside perspective, it's like you're on Instagram doing a full-time business. That doesn't make sense, but it's like, it's more than just Instagram, right? It's behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And also I think it helps when you're a dope person and you're a dope person. And so it's so funny because you know, they say money kind of amplifies you. I think to a certain extent, the internet kind of amplifies you. So if you're a solid person and if you've done the work, you've done the groundwork, you've done the education, you have the experience, it's just going to take you to astronomical levels on the internet. And I think that's why you have success. Yeah, absolutely. How have your finances improved? We've kind of touched on this, but a little bit, but it's like, now that you have the time, now that you have all these things working for you, it seems like you've had more success now that you've gone full-time entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, so my income, like I said, it's been increasing substantially. So as far as like an expense perspective, it's really the same. Like how I was living before and after is the same, but my income's going up. So like, therefore I can invest more and therefore I can hit financial freedom goals earlier and do all these cool things. So like from that perspective, it's gone up like substantially um, to the point that I'm, I'm very, very confident and in this, in this position full time. Um, and my next big goal is to retire my wife. And, and I mean that in the next 365 days, that's my goal. Honestly, I don't doubt anything that you said as a goal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That's, that's, that's big words from, from you. That's huge. Um, I'm curious, what do you think helps make that happen? How do you, what are you doing maybe different or do you have just have more free time? Do you have more time to go on meetings and network and marketing? Like how, how have you been able to increase your income? I think it's the time. Um, it's the time that I have and the mind, the, the I guess just all the, the mindset that goes behind it. Like I have a behind behind me, I have a whiteboard that has all my goals, my to-dos, my my daily tasks, all that kind of kind of like the one, five, and 10 year goals. And when I see that, I'm now seeing it every day when I wake up. It's not like, hey, I gotta go on my computer for nine to six or whatever. I got to focus on this, but so my mind's away from that ultimate goal. But now that I see it in front of me and that's what I do every single day when I wake up and I have a ton of time to do so, I'm starting to get really creative and my creativity is off the charts the last two yeah. months. Um, and that's where I think I'm going to grow substantially is just thinking and having time to think through this stuff. True. It's the creativity is definitely a piece that you get when you have more time to just think about your business. Because yeah. a lot of us who kind of, took our side hustle and turned it into our main hustle is we were just doing it in the off hours. And so you have to literally shift gears when you work the job, you clock in whatever time you're clocking in, let's say it's eight o'clock. You can't even really think about your job for the next eight to 12 hours. And then when you do get to think about your business, rather, it's like the leftover time, the leftover energy. And now you flip it on its head and you're using your, your wake up time and you're just putting all the time, effort, and energy into the business and thinking of different ideas to grow the business, different creative ways to market the business. And it gives you an advantage. And pretty soon that compounds as well. And you're just standing on top of all the great things that you've done. So Budget Dog, um, the name of the company, where did that come from? 
So like I said, when I first started, it was a side hustle. Um, so I was just starting an Instagram talking about things I liked, but I wasn't comfortable putting myself out there as much as I am today. So I started it from the lens of my dog, literally. And that's where budget dog came. Like literally that's as easy. It's as simple as that. So I was like, basically the logo, like following me from like years ago, right. Two years ago, my picture, my logo was a dog, like my, my uh, shepherd mix that I have out there. And it was like kind of like a spin on, on the finance world and dogs. And my wife and I were thinking about it and we're like, how can we bring money and make it interesting? And people were, were like, why not do like budget dog? Like it just kind of clicked. I don't know. Um, and we kept it. And so when I was doing a rebranding, I was thinking about actually changing the name, but people actually liked the name. It kind of was catchy. Um, I had friends and family like referring to me as that. Um, so I just kept it. And uh, I think it kind of it's kind of differentiating in that finance space as is. You know, it's it's easier to kind of pick me out of the crowd. I think so. I kept it, and that's where that's where it's actually derived from. Um, what kind of services does the company offer? Yeah. So number one thing is in just personal finance in general is what my goal is helping people. Um, whether you're rich and wealthy or you're just starting out at 18 years old. Um, so I have one-on-one consultations. Um, that I work with people one-on-one. I have products, I have courses, um, and you name it, I have it. So everything's my link in my bio where you guys can get started. Um, that's cool. And that will be at Budget Dog on Instagram and Twitter? Uh, Instagram, YouTube, which I'm coming out November 1st, um, and Facebook, I'm Budget Dog directly. Twitter and TikTok, I'm actually Budget Dog underscore. All right. And I have one profile on all accounts, guys. Just FYI. <laughs> Somebody asked you about cryptocurrency. It's not me. I, right. <laughs> Todd Consultant presents the Vending Machine Business Webinar. You can only have one job, but you can have as many vending machines as you want. This is your chance to see how we do business and how you can start your very own vending machine business. Avoid the mistakes we made and start winning. You'll be shown how we find, negotiate, buy, and manage our vending machine business, generating thousands per month, and how it has unlimited scale. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. I hear you uh, referring to your wife in marriage. How important would you say that marriage has been towards your success? Astronomical. Like having somebody on your team, like as, as people, like we can have as much belief in ourselves, but if we have that partner kind of giving us that extra like boost, it, it's it's game changing. It really is. So um, having her on my team is has been very helpful. Yeah, because I, I I kept hearing you saying it's like I think the same way, and it's, I just wanted to kind of see your viewpoint on that. Um, you have a millionaire goal of thirty two. How did you pick that number? So it started at thirty five, um, and I really just mapped it out on a on a calculator and uh, plan like like I do anything else, and so it kind of moved up with an increase in income. And so at this point, I think 32 is a very reasonable goal. I would like to hit it this year or next year if I could. This year might be a little stretching. It has, um, uh, we're winding down the year, but you know, next year, if I could do it, I'll be 30 years old in December. If I could hit it at 30, that'd be great. But at 32, I think I, I'll easily hit it. Yeah. Um, where do you see your business in the next five years? Man, so I honestly... Like what I see my business doing in five to 10 years, I don't even know if I can really put a finger on what it's going to do because 
I think it's going to be global. I think it's going to be um, not the Ramsey type thing, but like, I do think it's going to have a global presence um, and impact a ton of people. So we'll see where it goes. It's going to evolve with time, but mm. I, I see some big things for it. Speaking of Dave Ramsey, what's your, <laughs> do you, what, what's your opinion on him? Oh man, Dave Ramsey blocked me the other day on Twitter. Really? Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think I, I and I'm going to be actually down there. I got invited to an influencer event in uh, November. I think Ramsey has good principles in general, um, but I think if somebody blindly goes through his program, there's there's going to be huge repercussions of it. Um, but if you think about it, I mean, he's really just saying pay off debt, save money, and invest. That's really all it is, and then give money at the end. Um, but if you walk through exactly his steps, and let's say you're a baby step two, and it's pay off debt, and that takes ten years that could really be a huge opportunity cost lost for the investing side of things. And so you got to think a little outside of the box, like his steps are pretty foundational and fundamental, but if you aren't thinking outside the box, that's going to come with a lot of cost as well as his investing guidelines. I, I'm not a big fan of his investing uh, advice. Yeah, me either. Mutual funds and things like that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think some people battle with is paying off their debt before they invest. If somebody asks you that question, like, hey, um, I have credit card debt that's charging me 20%. I have a mortgage that's charging me this, student loans that are charging me this. Do you think that they should ex exterminate all debt before they invest? Or what's your take on that? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, th I think, you know, a lot of people look at my situation and they assume that because I paid off my house and done all this kind of stuff. But in a lot of situations, I wouldn't do what I've done. It's just my situation made sense to do that. Um, if somebody has a 20% credit card interest rate, like I would say pause investing and pay that off. Um, but if somebody has a 3% mortgage, I'm not going to say, Hey, aggressively pay that off. Like that doesn't always make sense. Mm -hmm. um, so typically I say a two-year window, if you could pay that all off in a two-year window, you're fairly young with a, a large investment balance. Like it might make sense, but if you're 45 and you have no investments and you have a ton of debt, now we got to pick and play, plug and play where you're going to put your investments first, paying off debt. So you got to be kind of strategic about it. And everybody's situation is going to be different. Right. I agree. In terms of budget dog, what have been some success stories for you and your clients? And I have a, a long list of some people that have uh, paid off some tremendous amounts of debt, have invested a lot, um, gotten started. Um, and I have a, so many testimonials on my IG page that I just like to share all the time because you know, I had one client that paid off $75,000 in one year of her student loan debt. That's mm -hmm. just phenomenal. I had another client that had $600,000 of debt, literally paid it off in one year. Wow. Like now there's different situations that allow those different things to happen. So it's not like I'm going to say, Hey, everyone can pay off $600,000 of debt in one year. Like that's not practical. Um, but it's just amazing what's happening out there, what people are doing, uh, because they take basic fundamental advice from me. So are you just giving them advice or are you creating different systems for them? Are you like doing the cool spreadsheet stuff that you, that you did for yourself for them? I'm really replicating what I did for myself. Um, that's really what it is. Cause I, I knew it was successful. For, and, and I was listening to Russell Brunson recently. He said, really, honestly, a business is solving a problem and figuring out from the start to finish and you going through that experience yourself and then sharing mm -hmm. that with other people. Right. That's what, that's what my business really is. I agree. I agree. And I think that that's why I tell people to take a lot of action and do a lot of things. Because everything that you learned, then you can replicate it for your clients and your customers. And now you have a business. Right. But, so, man, I think that we have definitely extracted a ton of information from you. Uh, I have a few wrap-up questions that I'm going to ask you. 
Yeah. And then we'll let you share where people can find you and they can follow you and they can support what you have going on. So the first question is, what does wealth mean to you? Time, family, and my decision to do what I want. I think those three things are really important. So having the time to do what you want, um, spending time with family is big for me. And if you're able to do that and you're not taken away from that because of your nine to five job, like I think that's that's ultimate wealth. Yeah. Um, what's notice, apart- notice I didn't say money in that equation. Right. Yeah. What sets apart successful people who pay down their debt fast from those who give up, fail, or never get started? Confidence, um, going against the norm, because I don't know if one person on Money Twitter agreed with me <laughs> paying off my <laughs> my house early, but knowing what you're, the reason you're doing what you're doing and having the confidence to go against the grain, I think it's really, really important. And it's interesting because when you say that, it reminds me of that quote where they say that personal finance is personal and to everybody, it might not make sense to pay off their house, right? For you and your circumstances, it did. And you don't have to justify that or get approval from anybody else for what makes sense for you in your personal life. Right. Hey, exactly. That's what I did. What is your favorite business or investing book? Well, mine, of course, Investing 101. All uh, right. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Uh, but honestly, Psychology of Money is, I think, the best book out there because it takes out just the mathematical nerd equation and it brings in the human element. And I think that's ultimately important. Um, I think a lot of people on Twitter, on Instagram, the money people out there just go to the spreadsheet, they, answer, they enter some numbers and they're like, boom, that's my answer. That's not the answer. That's that's a small portion of your answer. Mm. Wow. This is super cool. Um, I know that you said that you have parents who were, uh, that they raised you well. Are they proud of you? Do they look at what you've accomplished and they like, man, he, he did all these great things? I would like to think so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time, I get, I get a text, something like that. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I can't, can't be any more happy with that. Usually dads can still be kind of, hard on us and still have oh, yeah, different sure. expectations. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. that's a fact. So great conversation. Thank you for coming on. I know people are going to get a ton of value from everything that you shared with us, but if they do want more, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And where can they support what you have going on? Yep. Uh, Instagram, YouTube on Monday uh, and Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Budget dog on all those. Uh, TikTok and Twitter, budget dog underscore. So please follow me guys. DM me. Uh, reach out to me. I'm always open to answering questions and helping you guys out. Awesome. Great conversation. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, Make sure you guys click all the links in the show notes, show him some love, uh, share what he has going on, help him grow that business. He's only two months out and we got to keep him out. (laughs) We want him to circle back. Appreciate Um, that, man. This has been another awesome episode of the Millionaire Talk Show. We're going to continue to bring you guys value. Definitely going to bring you some great guests like the one we had today. Uh, Make sure you click all the links in the bio, subscribe, like, share, comment. We like ratings, specifically five-star ratings. And uh, yeah, so my name is Charles Oglesby, also known as Todd Millionaire. We are signing off. What's going on, podcast listeners? This is your man, Donald The Voice, the official editor and podcast producer. And listen, I just had to come in and tell you that we appreciate your listenership. And I want to give you a special offer for listening to this podcast. If you have voiceover, podcast, or video editing needs, let's talk. You can go over to DonaldTheVoice.com forward slash contact, and I'll be happy to talk with you about what you need and how I can serve you. You want to sound good and look good so that people can feel good and do good as a result of listening or watching your content. And I'm here to help you 
you make that happen. So let's talk. Go over to DonaldTheVoice.com forward slash contact and we'll talk. Have a good rest of the day, evening, morning, whatever time it is. And I'll talk to you soon.